Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. I can't believe it. We finally hit the 200th episode of the Nightly Rant. I didn't think we'd last five episodes, let alone 200. Well, since we made it to 200, we should tell everyone how things are actually going to change a little bit going forward. Yep, we're changing things up. Starting with episode 201, we'll have a new intro and outro. Yep, and our topics will be more interesting and more detailed. Well, that sounds like fun. What did we decide to do for this episode? Well, if you remember, the 200th episode is going to be a look back at the previous 199 episodes. We're going to be hearing snippets from the various shows, and we'll comment on what we've selected to share. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Well, we hope you enjoy this 200th episode of The Nightly Rant. Now, in this clip from our very first episode, you will hear me talk about how staying busy and having work does wonders for your self-esteem. Yep, especially when your financial future depends upon being busy. Let's have a listen. So, you know, lately I've been, you know, business has been super slow, right? Yep. Super slow. Super slow. And. Almost glacial. Then even people that we do have worked for are super slow at paying. Yeah, that's always fun. So it's like a compounded situation. And, you know, it's had me feeling kind of depressed at times because I just don't have any control over any of this. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, what can you do? You do all this work for people, and then it takes them six weeks longer than it's supposed to for them to pay you. Like, what can you do about that? Well, right. And I mean, I even build into our contract that they pay. I used to have my contract say that they pay when the project is complete. But then I got smart and realized that companies will just say, hey, he wants you to test these five things right now. Just wait until Friday and then test them. Because we want to stretch this out over the weekend and don't test it until like end of day friday and then leave so then you do it on friday you do it on friday you can't get any feedback till monday and then the process just continues and continues and continues so i switched it to the final payment is due when i present the code to you for testing and see it kind of covers two things it covers that first issue we just talked about but also most times they want to test on their server well, I have to release the code to them. Right. When I release the code to them, it's theirs. Right. So contractually, I want to be paid when that happens. So, okay. So anyway, you know, that's why it's set up that way, right? And you would think that that would combat situations like this, but it really doesn't. Apparently and, not. Sheesh. I mean, I understand the legit business reasons why the situation is the way it is. And I guess it's fairly common with small to medium-sized companies. But that like, make it any but less like, I can't imagine like Pepsi Cola Corporation not being able to cut a check because the normal guy that cuts the check is on vacation. Yet big companies like Pepsi make that excuse all the time. Trust me, Pepsi used to be one of my customers. <laughs> Pepsi was bad. Coke was bad. JBS Beef was bad. They're terrible. They don't pay people on time. They make me want to scream. <laughs> they still make me want to scream, and it's been two years. Wow, that anyway, is crazy. That's beside the point. 
Anyway, but what I'm finding out this week is, you know, we had a nice long chat at the end of last week. You and I. We did. We did what we always do, which is pull together and rally the troops, right? Yep. We're good at that. We kicked butts. And, you know, the VA side of things, for whatever reason, is exploding. Um, and we both know no the reason. Small reason because, <laughs> no small reason because you got out there and hustled. Which apparently I'm okay at. Yeah, you did a good job. Shocking. And, you know... I'm running into brick walls all over the place and people changing what they want and, you know, whatever. Um, And it was making me feel like crap, to be honest. But then we had that talk and right away I had like a purpose of some things I was supposed to accomplish, you know. And I kind of felt like since we talked about what they were, that if I didn't accomplish them, that I'd be a big, huge failure. And that obviously is not my goal to be a big, Mm -hmm. huge failure. Um, So... You know, I sat down and I started going through. I had stuff in a sauna and whatever. And I started plowing through and I put my head down yesterday. And I'm telling you, what did I get home? Like close to 8 o'clock, right? When I Today? dropped them off. No, yesterday. When I dropped yeah, them off school. around 8 o'clock. Around 8 o'clock. And I had my head down all the way until 2.10 when... We got that call that had to pick them up as well, which we didn't plan on. Then you came back home and worked some more. Then came right back home at like 3 o'clock and worked again till like 7 o'clock, 6 or 7 o'clock. I mean, no, like, you did great yesterday. It was a head down day. Just got stuff done. And then today, more of the same, you know. Um, started hey, you started working. at 9. You worked almost all the way to 5.30. Right. I had like about an 8, 9 hour day today. Um, and the only reason I didn't work longer was because my eyes were crossing. Like, right. like, you know me, I don't, sometimes I have bad vision days. Tomorrow I'm going to have to diffuse whatever it is. Well, I was thinking of putting some in for you right now. But. But when we're done here. Yeah. Talk well, to these lovely people. Yeah, <laughs> later. We got, we got time still to go. So, um, anyway, so I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Like, it, it feels like, it, it feels to me like when you have a purpose and a focus and some goals and you get busy accomplishing them and just like ticking them off one at a time um, and not, you know, stressing yourself out, just pushing hard and getting the work done seems to boost your self-esteem a little bit. Sounds like you were kind of sad that day. That makes me feel pretty bad. Don't feel bad. I was sad. But if you listened, I figured out something very important. And business this year is anything but slow. That's definitely true. So what's the next clip about? Well, in this clip we discuss a common issue for us, our inconsiderate neighbors. Wait, are we talking about the trash dumpster again? That's it. Let's listen in. I just took the trash out. Yep. Um, there's an entirely empty trash dumpster there. Entirely empty. Let's give you some backstory. Our, our apartment building has 60 plus units in it. And we have two ginormous trash dumpsters and trash pickup three times a week. Actually, it's four times a week. What used to be three. My bad. Yep. And it's soon to be five times a week. Okay. Trash pickup four times a week. Now, that sounds pretty reasonable. I mean, how can that few people generate that much trash? Okay. Now you should finish your story. And for some reason, at some point in time... It seems to have happened around the time that a bunch of people moved out and a bunch of people moved in. So I don't know if there's a correlation to the 
fact that weird people have moved in and now they completely destroy the trash dumpster every time, every chance they get, or what the correlation is. But there's some correlation here. And anyway, these people have a completely empty trash dumpster out there right now. The other one is about half, nah, three quarters full. Hmm. Okay, but the back one is empty. But because no one flipped the tops up, obviously they don't want the trash blowing around. Because no one flipped the tops up, these dumbasses had all of their trash on the ground in front of the trash dumpster. So hold on a second. We're too lazy to open the lids of the trash bin, so let us just throw it all over the ground and let our apartment building look like a dump. That's what we should do, right? That is the reasonable human being thing to do. Not. So then I have to stand there and throw the damn trash away that other people left out there. So in case you couldn't tell, our topic tonight is our inconsiderate neighbors. And probably your inconsiderate neighbors. And probably your best friend's inconsiderate neighbors. Because people who are neighbors tend to suck. Well, that sounds pretty typical of our neighbors. Unfortunately, it is. (laughs) Speaking of trash, this next clip is my absolute favorite. I know you love this one, but hey, so do most of our listeners. It's even been a best of episode. So I just witnessed the absolute funniest thing I've ever witnessed since we lived here. If you'd have caught it on camera, that shit would go viral. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be making a lot of money off of one stupid video. Oh my gosh. Are you going to tell them or am I? I think we should both tell them. All right. So when I came home from the Servite High School soccer game, there was a rather weird, drugged out looking dude kind of cruising towards the gate. And he'd also been there when I'd walked the dog like 20 minutes earlier. So I suggested we go back downstairs, see if creepy dude's still around and maybe chase him away. So we go downstairs. We look around. He's not there. Then I decide, well, you know, maybe he's looking in cars and trying to break into cars. So I walk up, look around. Only place we didn't go was down. Look around, don't see him. So we're coming back. And then we see this guy who lives in, who's lived in the building for a while. But I don't particularly like because of one interaction I had with him more than a year ago. And I, he's he's got his trash bag and he's swinging it back and forth. Like really Looks just swinging. like a happy camper walking down there. And like, I'll say... I don't really have issues with him. I'm just kind of on her team um, when it comes to that. And uh, I just back her up because, you know, I really don't have any history with the guy. So whatever. But what comes next is the funny part, because then Toria says to the guy, 10 extra points if you can get it into the dumpster from there. And he's like standing on the curb. Like fifty he's, feet from the dumpster, he's a good uh, twenty five feet. feet away. <clears throat> so, and he says in a cocky manner, "That's easy." <laughs> and he takes a couple steps back. He winds up. He throws the bag, and almost as soon as it leaves his hand, boom! Trash <laughs> explodes everywhere. There was trash everywhere. Everywhere there is trash. The bottom of the bag blew out. Oh my god! Trash went. I mean, I don't even know where the bag went. I think the bag like split and just went into pieces. And like, 
like trash came out of the bottom he had like tin cans in there um from like vegetables or whatever and one of them just bounced 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 and hit the wall by the by the dumpster and went clang so does he get his 10 points because one thing hit the dumpster no he's got to go in the dumpster you can't just hit the dumpster (laughs) we just proved that anyone can hit the dumpster you have to put it in the dumpster but it was hilarious like like the dude he saw cocky and then and then he's trying to tell us that those aren't cheap bags either you know they're not like 99 cent store bags those are good bags you know blah 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 he's going on and on and on about that and i'm like you don't have to convince me of that dude that's what makes it even funnier yeah it is like imagine if you have the what are those tough bags the hefty bags yeah imagine you've got the hefty bag that's supposed to like you can freaking stab it with a knife and it heals itself basically you know like imagine you have one of those bags down there you're like no problem man because in your head you're saying to yourself i can hurl this thing so hard and the weight of the trash is gonna pull it even further it's gonna go in the dumpster no problem and then you hurl it and it gets like two inches from your hand and blows up in your face the stupid hefty bag and that's what happened to that poor guy. That bag just blew up in his face. It's a good thing. I don't think any of the trash hit him. Garbage bag. It's a I, good thing it was a small bag. But I don't think any of the trash hit him, but it could I don't have. I so. I just hope no cars come in in between when he left and when he went to get the broom. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing, though. <laughs> you know what? You know what? At least he went to get a broom to clean it up. Oh, he had some courtesy. Yeah. Unlike the rest of the people in this stupid building. Jesus. Yeah, I hear you. Trash bag basketball. That was the absolute funniest thing I've ever seen while living here. I mean, we've had carport patios, women who abuse their children getting arrested, half-naked women running around in the elevator. But this one was just absolutely hilarious. And the best part is... He still lives here and makes awkward eye contact with me every single time we encounter each other. So, do you remember Patrick from Newport Beach? <laughs> Who doesn't remember Patrick from Newport Beach? Anyway, goofball, what else do you want to talk about? You had a couple of things you wanted to rant about, so no, hit, hit I only wanted here, to rant about the stupid Costco line. No, and I successfully. I'm just going to say. I'm just going to say one word: Airbnb. Oh, Patrick. Dun, dun, dun. See, people, sometimes you got a prodder. I forgot about Patrick. I don't know how I forgot about Patrick. So this guy. This guy. Not, not this guy. Who has a Some name. Some other this guy. And his name is Patrick. His name is Patrick. And not SpongeBob Patrick either. Well, he looked a little bit like SpongeBob Patrick. Wow, Patrick. that's interesting. Kind of a conehead. Anyway. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Um, Rents. An Airbnb for and 40 days. Call it 40 days. And he checks in. Who does that? Okay. Well, he, the minimum is 30. So they're long-term Airbnb rentals. Okay. Anyway. So he rents, didn't know there was such a thing, but okay. Rents this Airbnb. And he gets there the first day. And this is, this is, this is the host's bad. His room was not tidy because one of the other tenants in the house is a jackass. Anyway, so then he switches to the other empty room in the house. It's all made up. No big deal. Well, so the next day we get all these nasty messages from him saying that there was crumbs on the kitchen counter. Well, keep in mind, five other people live in this house. Right. Crumbs on the kitchen counter. 
Um, somebody was on their phone later in the evening and was keeping him awake. And there was something else that he was all, all butthurt okay, about. stop. I want to ask you a question. Did at any time anyone say to him, Hey, there's five other people in the house. Why don't you find out who left those crumbs and go ask them politely not to do that anymore? Oh, and hey, if you know Allow who... Allow me to continue. And if, hold on. And hey, if you know who was on the phone, go talk to them and politely suggest that they be more quiet once everyone's asleep. Continue. Well, if you'd hold on and allow me to continue, when he complained, that is exactly what said host said to him. It's a house with multiple other people. There's going to be messes once in a while. I suggest you just ask everybody to be a little bit cleaner. You know, roommate situation. Yeah. Don't be so passive aggressive, you psycho. Anyway... So then, bro gets all butthurt and decides he's going to leave. Well, the cancellation policy of this host is you need to let him know at least five days before you check in that you're canceling or you don't get a refund. Five days. Now, he moved in. That's not five days. No refund for you, bro. No refund for you. Yeah, and I don't understand why what follows happens because if that was what he signed up for. But anyway. So then he gets all crazy. The host tries to handle it. Um, and eventually the guy like threatens that he's, I'm going to ask for a refund. You can't do this. And the host goes, okay, go for it. Whatever. You're not getting a refund. I'm not giving you a refund. You're crazy. You're the one who misunderstood the listing. You're crazy. Okay, so that's all well and good. Bro asks for his refund. The host contacts Airbnb, tells them the entire situation, and Airbnb threatens to deactivate his Airbnb account completely. Which makes zero sense since Airbnb allows the hosts to set their own own cancellation policy. Because if they don't like that cancellation policy, they should have forced people to use theirs. Right. And that person, the guest, we'll call him, the tenant, that's a better word for it, the tenant knew what they were signing up for when they signed up for it. And I can tell you because I just booked my second Airbnb, even though I'll only be staying at one. I just booked my second Airbnb, and it makes it very clear. Here is, first of all, Airbnb itself says every host has a different cancellation policy. Be sure to read the cancellation policy because you will be held responsible (coughs) for what's in it. Okay, so this guy... So did they hold him responsible? No. They're, well, they're basically, but, but they didn't hold him responsible because they threatened to shut the other guy down. So what they did... Stupid idiots. Is they... Hey, dude that's on Shark Tank that invested in Airbnb. What the hell's his name? I don't know. That guy with the curly hair. If you're listening to my podcast right now, and I know you are, go fix that shit. That's stupid. Okay, continue. Anyway. <laughs> Mr. Tangent over here. That's okay. Um, so Airbnb threatens to... It's my job to interject a little bit of humor while you're telling your story. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm gonna poke you. So, you're holding it really close to my face. That's what he said. I'm offended. Stop it. Um, you're making me forget where I was, butthead. He, Airbnb threatened to shut down his account. Okay, they threatened to shut down his Airbnb account unless he offered Crazy Pants the option to come back. So very reluctantly... Host had me send him a very polite message telling him his room was made up for him and welcoming him to come back. And basically, I got told to fuck off. Basically, yeah. I, there was no basically. That's what was said. I was told to fuck off. You like, didn't tell me that. I, um, I would have hunted this. 
I would have hunted this Patrick from Newport Beach down and taught him how to treat a woman. He was more polite to me via Airbnb. The fuck off was said to the host over the phone. Got it. Patrick from Newport Beach. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So then I contact Airbnb. They gave me the runaround. And then we can't continue the previous support ticket because it's already been handled. And I was like, nay, nay. Either open the old one or make me a new one. This is crap. Why do I have to hold this room open for a bro who said these things and is never coming back? I love I love when the business process gets in the way of real world. <laughs> so We can't do that. Why can't you do that? Our computer won't let us do that. Yes, it will. You're the one who tells the computer what to do, not the other way around, moron. When have you seen a computer with a hand reaching out of it, guiding your hand on the mouse? I've never seen it, personally. And I've been involved with computers for, shit, 30 years. Anyway, yeah, that's what I've said to people before, too. So <laughs> I did on the phone one day. The lady told me, well, we can't do that. Our computer won't allow it. And I said, and I said, really? So the computer controls what happens, not you? You're not the one entering the data into the computer? Well, uh, but, but, well, of course I am, but uh, uh, yeah, exactly. So your computer will do whatever you tell it to do. Thank you. Continue. Anyway, so I got all irate with the Airbnb person. She probably didn't deserve it, but she deserved it at least 1%. Um, and she eventually opened a new ticket for us and guaranteed me I'd hear back from her by mm, Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. Okay. I did not hear back from her on Tuesday. But then... You know what then, she just reminded me of? I haven't heard back from UPS about that missing package. You're going to have to give him a ring. Yeah. Anyway, so then we get some great news. Airbnb sided with us. Suck it, Patrick from Newport Beach. Patrick from Newport Beach. He didn't get his money back. He loses. How much money did he lose? 1200 bucks. Can you imagine, people? You... First of all, did he did he try to say that he thought this was a single unit or something he like thought, that? Yeah, he thought it was an entire apartment. But if you look at the listing, it clearly says room, and then it says A7B. <laughs> what an idiot. Patrick from Newport Beach. <laughs> That's who this idiot is. Patrick from Newport Beach. If you're Patrick from Newport Beach, send us an email at podcast at fitnessexpose.com I want to have you on the show and the best part is this crap has happened multiple times since we played since we aired that episode the first time you know Patrick from Newport Beach never did get in touch with us that jerk I would still love to have him on the show I don't think he'd ever respond even if we could get in touch with him well everyone thank you so much for sticking with us for 200 episodes we look forward to providing you with 200 more i'm really not sure if i can last that long but that's what you said when we first started and look where we are now i'm gonna have to believe you but i really am happy people listen and enjoy the show with that good night everyone hasta la bye bye number 200 thank you for listening to the nightly rant you enjoyed the show please give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts or google play if you didn't enjoy the show please just ignore that previous request for a rating this has been a yogi's podcast network production